Testing, testing, la di da di da. Hello, my ignorant Amarillos. This is your dumb, dumb debut host, Matthew Sanborn Smith, and his closed minded Cleveland podcast, Beware the Hairy Mango. Man, am I just trying to get rid of every listener I have? Our numbers are huge in Dubuque. Holy Riceroni, it's Mucho Mango Mayo 2015. Woo! Today's story is all about getting away with murder. This one gets a little dark, folks. The perfect crime might be the one that uses the same object as both the murder weapon and the method of escape, such as running down strangers on a bicycle belt for two. Strangers on a Bicycle Built for Two by Matthew Sanborn Smith. Eleanor was riding the municipal bicycle built for two one day with an emergency shipment of latex nipples which were to be placed upon inflatable people so their rubber babies could suck the air from them and grow big. You thought I was going to say something about buggy bumpers. Eleanor turned around in her seat and introduced herself to the man in the back of the bike. Oh, hello, she said, offering her hand. I'm Eleanor. I'm Maurice, he said. Now let's cut the small talk. We each want to murder someone and I have the perfect plan. I don't actually want to murder anyone, Eleanor said. Come on, everybody wants to murder someone. If you want, I'll pick someone for you. No? Shit. Are there any other bicycles built for two on this route? I'm afraid not. I'll tell you what, though. I have to bake some bread tonight and I'm really not looking forward to it. Excellent. I'll bake your bread and you murder my wife. Deal. Eleanor didn't really know from killing, but decided the best way to do the job was to kill Maurice's wife with kindness. Kindness was the brand name of her electric knife. Within hours, Maurice's house was covered in a thin, sticky coating of his wife. As Maurice had a penchant for thin, sticky coatings, no one would suspect a thing. Eleanor returned home to find several freshly baked loaves of bread lying dead on the counter. Maurice looked nervous. Why are there strangle marks around my bread? Eleanor asked. I, I uh, got confused, Maurice said. Suddenly, the police arrived. What are they doing here? Eleanor demanded. I, uh, I remained confused, Maurice said. Thinking quickly, Eleanor told Maurice to gather up the bread and they invited the police over to Maurice's house where Eleanor served the bread smothered in Maurice's wife's thin, sticky coating. The police only realized this after devouring all the evidence, then arrested Eleanor for smothering the bread. It was murder in the 220th degree. Celsius. That was a charge so light the police weren't even allowed to be in the same room with her. Sentence served. Then they arrested each other for tampering with the evidence. Maurice told them to throw the book at each other, and as soon as they did, they further charged one another with assault with beard on bread. Once the cops had hauled each other off, Maurice and Eleanor felt they had gotten away with something. Oh, that's right, they had. Though each was uncomfortable with the information the other one carried. They quickly ran to the bicycle built for two station, and once on a bike, Eleanor and Maurice asked each other to kill themselves. While they bickered over Maurice's inability to strangle himself, a bus built for 32 hit them and the argument was moot. The city soon banned bicycles built for two, and no murders could ever be committed there again. But the 17 supporters of the bicycle built for two program argued that the last double murder occurred on a bicycle built for 29% of one person once the bus was through with it. They also lobbied hard for just one more supporter so the 17th person and didn't have to keep walking everywhere. All of the supporters were run out of town on a rail built for 17. If this story broke your bread, you can repair it with other crescent roll wrenches at the web address of the tastiest, bewarethehairymango.com. Send me some mail. I gotta read some mail. Cackle quite coherently in the comments for this post or frip or email me and we'll decorate this podcast with stuff and nonsense at Matthew at bewarethehairymango.com or make Geraldine do things on the Frippery Wilson show at bewarethehairymango at gmail.com. Whenever we're trying to gross out our sister, the SF and SF signal stands for smudge fluff and I don't know exactly what that is, but I found it smeared all over the unwashed belly buttons of 
of the sfsignal.com staffers for the third time this week. Why do I have to be the person in charge of the inspections? Tweet to your long distance lover that all the tallest fuckers follow me at twitter.com slash upwithgravity, but that's not such a big deal as they're so tall they can follow anybody in just a couple of strides. Beware the hairymango.tumblr.com is a poorly curated pile of goofy shit, which you may marvel at if you go to that place online at the beginning of this sentence. Not speaking of offline, when people tell you they're going to order something offline, do you assume they're just going to the store? Do you wish it was a store full of punches and that they would get lots of them? Unlike other people, I've learned to use money in unique and interesting ways, such as acquiring food and shelter. If you'd like to participate in this crazy performance art project, which I call my life, give me more of my preferred medium by jamming it through the donate button on the Mango homepage. Wait till you see me in my black leotard. You thought you could control yourself before. You'll really be able to control yourself now. This podcast squiggles outside of the lines like a crayon forged from the living wax of Loki's ear canals to bring chaos and clashing colors to the land of Midgard and make a double rainbow bridge that consists only of brown, burnt umber, and sienna. What does it mean? Which is destroyed when the God of Thunder wields his mighty cotton swab, clean ear, and sops up the entire Creative Commons attribution non-commercial share like 4.0 international license. Until your bot plugs are grounded for safety, this will be your neverlicious host, Matthew Sanborn-Smith, telling you, I know times are tough, but read those signs carefully. I thought I was getting a good deal by purchasing my clothes from the Salivation Army. They were cheap, but they've got spit all over them. Good night.